Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Cricket Podcast. I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good. Hello everyone and welcome to the Cricket Podcast. I'm Jack Hope and today I'm joined by Ross Legg. How are you doing Ross? I'm very well thanks mate. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm not too bad. Yeah, having a good having a good week so far. Uh, today we are doing a special episode of the Cricket Podcast. It's the first in our series of IPL uh, focus shows, and we're planning on on doing what seven or eight throughout the tournament, Ross, uh, to keep pace with developments and make sure that we're staying on top of all of the narratives that are coming out of the tournament. Exactly right, Jack. I think um, the IPL has it's got just a habit of kind of getting you kind of, it kind of runs away. It starts so quickly. There's games every single day, and this is just an opportunity for anyone who's got an interest uh, or just a passing interest to really have like kind of a, a 25 minute, 30 minute podcast that completely tells them exactly what's going on and what to what to look out for. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you're not a fan of the IPL, what's wrong with you? <laughs> get get on the train. Go on. No, uh, that's absolutely fine, and uh, we 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 will be doing our regular show uh, what, every Monday or Tuesday for mm. what well, for the foreseeable. Um, so you can just tune into that. Uh, episode sixty one's out now. Uh, there's a good sort of forty minutes of non IPL stuff in that. So if you've not listened already, um, that's the direction I'm I'm going to point you. Um, and you can stop listening to this show. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, today's show is a simple format. We're going to review the games that have happened since our show on Monday. So, so that's uh, the matches happen on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. The Rajasthan Royals v Chennai Super Kings. The Mumbai Indians v Kolkata Knight Riders. And today's game between Kings Eleven Punjab and Royal Challengers Bangalore. Um, then after that we'll be having a quick preview of the games over the weekend so that'll be the games on Monday Saturday Sunday that's, and... a, that's a normal that's a normal way of doing it there's <laughs> a Sunday Saturday Monday the, the classic <laughs> classic sequence Friday, Friday to Friday to Monday you know what I mean <laughs> uh, which will be Chennai Super Kings Delhi Capitals Kolkata Knight Riders uh, Sunrisers Hyderabad Rajasthan Royals v Kings 11 Punjab 
and Royal Challengers Bangalore v Mumbai Indians. So it should be a good show. Uh, Rush, should we dive straight in to Tuesday's action? Absolutely. Yeah, so that was the Rajasthan Royals v Chennai Super Kings. Uh, do, you want to, do you want to let people know what happened and, uh, and maybe give us a short summary? Yeah, absolutely. Um, ultimately, the Royals kicked off their campaign against the OAPs um, that are <laughs> Chennai Super Kings, um, and they eased past them uh, with a 16-run win, which I think actually flattered last year's runners-up. Um, there was some incredibly clean hitting from Wunderkind uh, Samson and the mercurial Steve Smith, and they flayed CSK's bowlers all over the place before Sam makes things happen. Curran kind of pegged them back somewhat, only for Joffre to come in and wallop them into a score that was always out of reach for the oldies. Um, I've, I thought it was a pretty, it was a pretty good game up until CSKA started batting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, I, I there's, there's a few points in there um, that, that I think we should touch on. I think first of all, Joffre Archer's hitting in the the twentieth over of the Rajasthan Royals innings was, was something to behold. Like the ease he was hitting those sixes uh, was, well, stupendous. Uh, <laughs> There's real nonchalance to it, wasn't there? It was there like, was. Uh... <laughs> I, mean, I, I know, I know Sharjah is supposed to be a very small ground and quite easy to hit boundaries, but I, I mean, his, his, he hit the ball so cleanly, mm-hmm. um, as did Samson earlier in the innings. Uh, you described him as a wunderkind. Do you know how old Samson is? He's probably about 35 now. Right. He's, he's 25. I don't know. Like, is he still a wunderkind at 25? Or is he now developing into a fully formed uh, wunder? <laughs> a wunder bloke. <laughs> um, yeah, quite, quite possibly. Quite possibly. Yeah, I mean, another thing that sort of came out of that game. So, obviously, Rajasthan Royals what, got 216 batting first. And, and mm. then... Um, CSK did eventually get to 200. Uh, well, one of the things that came out, and a few people picked up on this, so Kevin Peterson and Saywag uh, both agreed, uh, that Dhoni batting at seven uh, was a mistake by Chennai. Uh, did, did you have a view on this, Ross? Um, um, so I, I, Dhoni's a really interesting character because in like the first game, like you'd say that actually the way in which he captained the side was instrumental in how they got to won their first game over Mumbai Indians. This game, however... Um, was a little bit different. Um, it was it was almost like when CSK went out to bat, they weren't actually trying to win. They, mm. it, it was like it always had a team talk that said, do you know what, guys? Look, this is probably out of our reach. Let's just go out, spend some time in the middle, and everyone get some time, time under your belt. Um, and it was um, Arkash Chopra of the ESPN who... Uh, he, I was reading through this the match report, and he said, um, Dhoni sometimes has a philosophy um, that in the IPL... It isn't isn't built around winning every game, and mm. I was just like, so it's a quite a bold philosophy to go into if you're playing in a tournament, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, so there's a bit of a cult around Dhoni, and particularly his, his captaincy. I think are you are you, a, are you a Dhoni Dhoni cultist, or are you are you not in the Dhoni cult? No, I'm, I'm not in the Dhoni cult. I don't think. <laughs> you think it's a, a little bit of smoke and mirrors? Yeah, I've not I've not got the camouflage uh, wicketkeeping <laughs> gloves in, uh, in in a shrine to him, unfortunately. Um... Yeah, I mean, so he he dropped himself down to seven. I think that that was what caused a lot of consternation among the uh, the Twitterati, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, sent Sam Curran in instead of himself. Uh, his excuse after the game was that he hadn't batted in a long time because of uh, COVID. I'm not sure. I <laughs> I think that's what you want from from your captain, especially as he hit three sixes in the last over. I mean, imagine if he'd done that in the fifteenth over. It just it just uh, you 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 make the game a little tenser for everyone. Um, yeah, so I, I, I I agree with you on that point. It was it was almost like he was just like, do you know what, guys? I know we've lost this, but I've still got it. 
It was just like, let's give the fans something to cheer for. Anyway, um, I I, th- I thought it was a pretty good game. The o- the only other thing that I thought was sort of interesting in it um, that, that we may- maybe not mentioned is that Steve Smith opened the batting for the Royals mm-hmm. uh, in a move that I quite like. I, and I think if he does that, he he's got a really strong chance to win the Orange Cap, which is of course for best run scorer. Yeah, I think it's it's quite interesting. You see, so Steve Smith, and you know, if you compare him to Coley, who's the kind the, the kind of two people who are up against each other really in this competition. Um, you, you know, I'm kind of sitting there going, well, why isn't Coley looking to do something along those lines? As well, like Steve Smith has properly gone out and been like, do you know what? I'm the man here. Um, he might well have just filled in for Joss Butler, but Joss Butler's coming back. It'd be a pretty intimidating opening pair if those two are up against each other. I, I wouldn't fancy it, to be honest. My leg uh, breaks. <laughs> uh, speaking of leg breaks, let's talk about Chawler. <laughs> I've got that down as well, yeah. <laughs> old uh, old donut boy, Chawler, was, uh, I couldn't believe... Like he went. I think it was twenty-eight of his first over. Samsung absolutely destroyed him. And then Doni had a little chat with him and was like, "Do you know what, mate? Don't worry about it. Have another over." <laughs> no, I couldn't. Yeah. And then the <laughs> second one went for almost as many or something like that. Yeah, it was. It was not. Not. Uh, it was two overs. Not for forty-seven. I think it was. So it's not not ideal. He managed to drag it back there because I think he only went for fifty-six or something overall. He yeah. was on. He was on at one point for the for the record. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was an, I, I, I thought an interesting um, start to the week, or an interesting Tuesday to the week. We, we covered Monday's game on our last show. Mm-hmm. Um, that brings us on to Wednesday's match, uh, Mumbai Indians v Kolkata Knight Riders. Um, so yesterday, uh, the Mumbai Indians, they bounced back from their opening day loss, uh, winning by 49 runs over KKR, which is a fairly convincing win in a, in a 2020 match. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought predict we predicted that KKR would have a bit too much firepower for Mumbai, but basically none of the big guns fired. So Narine, Morgan, Russell all scored at less than a run a ball. Um, do you reckon this was an off day, Ross, for KKR, or were Mumbai just a bit too good for them? Um, so I, I think it was, it's going to be rare that you're going to see all of the guns fail. Like it was, it was quite, it was quite impressive. Like from, from yeah, from as you say, kind of Gil Narine, Karthik, kind of. But when like, people like Owen Morgan and Dre Russ, um, when your biggest hitter's Pat Cummings in an innings, you're sitting there going, <laughs> right, what's, what's going on? Um, Pat, Pat was, Cummings can hit the ball, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, he can definitely hit the ball. Pat Cummings, um, Dre Russ, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were also on kind of the receiving end of a team that just lost to CSKA and I was as we know that's the biggest rivalry in cricket um, so they were going to be hurting they were going to be hurting at that point right um, Rohit Sharma comes out captain Dinnings leads from the front um, and ultimately I just think um, yeah they were just a little bit uh, just a little bit slow out of the blocks I think KKR um, I'm, I'm not I I'm, wouldn't be worried if I'm them though would not be worried do you think basically just a bit of an off day the game plans sound it's if, you, if you're going to take those risks sometimes it's not going to pay off yeah, and and I think opening up against kind of last year's champions as well was a pretty hard ask, especially a team who's already played a game together. And I do think that the way in which the IPL is almost like the fixtures are staggered kind of gives advantages to the teams who start a little bit earlier. Yeah, I, I think if some of the, some of those players haven't played for ages and having that run out basically, or or that that competitive fixture against Chennai, mm-hmm. um, three or four days before probably did help. Um, and I think particularly with the batters, so if we're talking about the, the guys who failed for KKR, even the guys who uh, failed in the traditional sense of, of cricket in, the, in that they didn't score 50, um, they, they were getting sort of 13 or 7 balls, um, mm-hmm. which which in an IPL game if you're or in a T20 game, if you're coming in in the last 10 overs, if you can use 
six balls to get 13 runs, you've basically done your job. Like you can, mm-hmm. everyone wants to score more than 13, but you, you've kept things going. You, you, you've you've uh, kept momentum up. Um, and I thought Mumbai Indians bowling was a lot better than that that opening game against Chennai as well. Um, yeah, Boomer actually looked like Boomer, didn't he? Exactly. Uh, and and I thought KKR's bowling didn't look fantastic. I mean, if we should we start or or should we mention anyway the the headline act Pat Cummins, the most expensive player in the tournament's history, uh, he got absolutely pounded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, a it was really a... bad day out for Cummins. <laughs> he went he went at sixteen and over. Um, I, I did they? I think they actually only gave him three of his four overs as well, didn't they? They let yeah, a twenty-year-old or twenty-one-year-old or bowl the final over of uh, Mumbai's innings instead of <laughs> instead of giving the ball to Cummins. So um, <laughs> really getting their money's worth. There. <laughs> yeah, not a great day. Um, I did I did hear afterwards. Kartik was talking about the game and he was saying, "Look, we're going to persist with how our batting order works. We're going to keep it flexible. Look for those left-hand, right-hand combinations." Uh, and then on Cummins. He said that Cummins was actually only cleared to play in the game at 3.30 on the day of the game. So I think the game kicks off at 6.30 or 6 local mm-hmm. time. So it was either two and a half hours or three hours notice that, that Cummins and, and KKR got before he had to go out and play. So I, I don't know if he'd like held a cricket ball in the last week or, or however long he's been. Well, there. Well, he's definitely been their shadow batter. He's been picking that from <laughs> Labashane and Smith, hasn't he? I mean, a strike rate of 275, he's doing all right. Um what I did find funny, though, is that they've got Kartik as captain, right? Mm-hmm. Yet they've got Owen Morgan in that team. This is one of my points, yeah. Yeah, I think this. I think you're, you're, you're driving at it. You continue with that thought, the line of thought. Ultimately, why would you, why would you have... And Dennis Kartik, decent enough cricketer, but compared to Owen Morgan, he's a second-rate captain, right? It's, it's Owen Morgan is, from an English point of view, but from a world point of view, just he's just a proper leader. If KKR have him in the side... Why is he not the person there who's pulling the strings? Yeah, I, I, so I understand why he isn't for, for game one. But I think this is something in the IPL as well. Um, Kartik must be under a lot of pressure to deliver at least the playoffs this year after they missed out last year. If you consider the, the, the firepower and the players he's got behind him, KKR on paper are really one of the best best teams in the tournament, I think. They missed out last year. Um, I... I don't know how how many games can he lose before they replace him. I mean, it happened last year. Steve Smith came in for the Royals after about five matches or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I I think he's under a lot of pressure. And I, in fact, I think a lot of the IPL captains are, apart from Coley and Doney, who probably have jobs for life. <laughs> I reckon they're all potentially replaceable if they miss the playoffs. Yeah, I think I think you're completely right. It has to be cutthroat, right? Ultimately, the the whole point in IPL is that it's entertainment. It is cutthroat. There is kind of the glitz and glamour gossip behind it. But actually, when it comes to captaincy and leading the teams, that like, they have to be front and centre. Um, again, last year we kept on talking around that Andre Russell batting at seven, mm-hmm. batting at six or seven. Is that really the best use of the best hitter in the IPL? Yeah, I mean, I think the other thing with Andre Russell is, uh, I think if you're defining him just as a hitter, then you're you're not really watching him play. He can yeah, he can play proper innings. He can, or or he can bat for a long time. Don't don't limit him to the last ten balls of the innings. You want you want Andre Russell to to be out if that makes sense. You want to use yeah. the full resource of Andre Russell. Um, and, and having him as a guy who comes in to smack six balls around at the end of the innings, yeah, I'm sure he's the best in the world at that. But you're missing out on potentially six more balls or, or twenty more balls where he will bat like that. 
Um, yeah, I, I completely agree with you on that front. It's just that bit where, you know, actually, I've got nothing else to say on that. I completely, <laughs> completely agree. And the last point, just to, to a tip of the hat, I guess, uh, another another good opening um, bats batting performance. We've seen a few of these this week. I think we'll come on to one more in a second. Uh, but Rohit Sharma uh, got 80 odd opening the batting for Mumbai Indians and really set the, the, the sort of stall out uh, for them. Um, the the result does mean uh, that Mumbai Indians are now they now have a one and one record. They've won one, lost one. Uh, KKR obviously this was their first game. Uh, have won zero and lost one. So they'll mm-hmm. be looking to bounce back in their next match. And that wraps up um, what was a, uh, a wonderfully interesting game <laughs> between <laughs> Mumbai Indians and KKR. Um, long may it continue. Um, next up is Kings Eleven Punjab versus the Radish, uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore. Um, too many R's <laughs> in this. Um, too many acronyms to get your head around. Um, we thought that um, Kings Eleven Punjab needed more firepower at the top of the innings. Um, today, Kale Rahul answered that with 132 <laughs> not out, um, which was facilitated by uncharacteristic capitulation of Virat Kohli, um, which I, you enjoy kind of seeing, right? The, the, guy is, the guy is a god of cricket. And just knowing that he's a mere mortal of dropping two absolute sitters just as Rahul was getting going. And it pretty much cost them the game. Yeah, I mean, um, so we were, we were sharing a WhatsApp exchange, I think, at the time, weren't we? And I said that I thought Royal Challengers Bangalore would get the score, whatever it would be, unless something ridiculous happened in the last five overs. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think they went for about 60 off the last five. Um, so it was pretty pretty embarrassing. And then Dale Stain was kind of bowling and he was just going everywhere. Like He was the guy who, who um, had him dropped and it was just, uh, yeah, it was quite interesting. Um, ultimately, RCB, um, they had the talent to chase down 206, I think. Like, where they got the firepower of Finch, Coley, De Villiers. Um, but well, ultimately, they, well, they, well, I was going to say they got close. <laughs> um, they were instantly four for three. Um, Coley again capitulated, hit one up in the air, Sheldon Cottrell. Um, and there was a bit of promising resistance by Finch and AB De Villiers. And so when they're at the crease, you're just like, Do you know what? anything can happen with those mm-hmm. two guys. Um, but that quickly fell apart like Mitchell Marsh's ankle. Um, and what you, what you had there was, uh, I, think, I think they've just lost, haven't they? They've, um, they've been Yeah, the, out the for... game, you know, as we were recording, they've just been bowled out for 109. Yeah, very well done, RCB. So they've lost um... by 97. <laughs> I mean, if you were to predict a side to do what they did, like to drop catches in that position and then to be four for three, RCB are the one you pick every single time. Yeah, I, it was a, a shambolic performance mm-hmm. all round. They bowled absolutely terribly. <laughs> like they, the number of just sort of leg side half trackers with with fine leg up they sent down. They must have conceded forty runs just behind square. By bowling at uh, K.L. Rahul's legs or, or whichever partner was in at the time's legs. It was a bizarre, bizarre performance. Yeah, and it's that bit of going, can you blame the bowlers for that? Or ultimately, is it the leadership team's kind of issue where they're just not doing it in the right way? So there is a thing about executing skills, but there's also bowling to plans. Maybe their plans are just off. Uh, I, so I think, there are, I think there are two parts to this. I mean, like... One, I think the plans in the first place weren't necessarily bad. I, I think that the bowlers didn't execute. When mm-hmm. the game started to go away from RCB, uh, I don't think 
I don't think Coley's good at switching to a plan B. So the way he used his bowlers, he he um, he bowled like sort of three or four overs of uh, Jahal in a row, uh, or two or three, I think rather. Um, which, as his sort of primary wicket taker, so it was a strange thing to do. I know he was chasing wickets, but he kind of threw the dice very early and then had no recourse, and that meant sort of later in the innings, uh, the Pacers who'd been going round the park were in to bowl again in the, in the, in those last four overs. Um, it didn't help. So if, if you say their, their initial plans, they didn't execute those plans. The plan B was, was to basically throw, to take a reckless gamble. That didn't work. Um, and, and that was compounded, as you said, by Coley dropping two sitters when just before KL Rahul really teed off. I think, it, I think, it, I think from the first drop, it was 50 runs. Um, yeah. The KL, KL Rahul scored. Look, they're going to get some of them anyway because uh, the, the num- they only they only took three wickets. I'm sure number six, seven, and eight can bat a little bit. Um, but you probably dropped thirty runs, twenty, thirty yeah. runs. And it, and it is that momentum, right? In IPL cricket, in any cricket, momentum is so important. And actually, KL, KL Rahul went out, cha- um, captain of the side, and literally was just like, "Look, boys, I've just set us up. We are going to win this game." And I think it's a huge thing mentally. Um, yeah. I've got down Nicholas Puran. Is he rubbish? Written down here. He looked all at all at sea with the bat. I think a couple of players don't, didn't look very. I, so I think there's a couple of players who are maybe used to play on slightly more bouncy, faster surfaces um, that are struggling a little bit. So Finch, for instance, I when I think Aaron Finch in my head, I think front foot down the pitch, back over the bowler's head from ball one, and he doesn't. For some reason, he's he's either doesn't think that shot's on at the moment or he can't play it he, he, there's something there's a there's a mental block or he's he's decided to do it um and i i, I so i wonder maybe maybe puran's just in, in in that kind of adjustment mm-hmm. period yeah quite possibly i mean there's an even bigger issue so even though king's 11 won glenn maxwell yes well he's another one who you, you sort of traditionally think like goes out and hits the ball um, if if the wickets are a little bit slower, a little bit lower, maybe maybe that's not an option for him. I mean, Glenn Maxwell is also very mercurial. He he either seems to be that he looks like the best player in the world, or he gets out doing something stupid. There's never he never nicks off the first slip, does he? <laughs> <laughs> here's here's one mid on. Have an easy catch. Um, and then we also have um, one of our favourites is old in Sheldon Cottrell, and actually started the, the tournament very well, actually. I yeah I thought I was very impressed with Sheldon today. Um, did you see the bit where he slid and and his socks were exposed? No. He has really long black socks like up to his knees. Oh, like well. a nineteen twenties baseball player. just an observation for you he's, he's, he's just kept his plain socks on that's what he's done he's yeah no, they, that, I think that's what they are they're compression <laughs> socks um, I, I'd just like to put, put something to you Ross so I, I wonder in, in some of these um, T20 teams I think the, the team team's attitude very much reflects their captain mm-hmm. of the team so you see CSK you don't often see CSK players panic and if they do start panicking I think Donny Gets them out of the limelight. Uh, KL Rahul today led his team to victory, and 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 you could see the confidence in some of the other players. Uh, they they almost absorbed the confidence off of him, and that mm-hmm. they went out and they did played their the best of their ability. I wonder with with Coley when things are going really well or really badly for him, whether you get a similar effect. 
like you see the India team when they're playing well and Kohli's in the game, particularly I think really in test matches, they're quite a hostile team. They really get in people's faces and they mm-hmm. and they they're very effective. But you see, most regularly for RCB, to be honest, when when things aren't going his way, he almost drags people down to his level. I mean, there's no way that you, you should be <laughs> four for three. No, no, I, 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 kind of, I agree with you, really. And I mean, you look at Rohit Sharma, did exactly the same as KL Rahul. Hit some runs opening up and transforms that team with that confidence. Um, when it comes to Kohli, I, I don't think it helps that he fields on the boundary. And this is a, it's a weird thing in cricket, right? I just think, as you say, he kind of needs to be in the game. He needs to be rallying his troops. And I think in an empty stadium, when he's mm. on the boundary, I think that kind of his aura and his superpower is kind of taken away from him a little bit. Yeah, I think I think that's probably a, a good observation. Anyway, I think that's that. It was a weird game. Um, it was a, probably the first blowout of the tournament. I imagine there'll be some more. We've talked about it for quite a long time, considering there was a ninety-seven run difference <laughs> <laughs> in uh, in abilities on the day. Um, that means that Kings Eleven Punjab are one and one, and Royal Challengers Bangalore and one and one. So it's quite tight the tournament. Nobody's made it to the the coveted two wins uh, at this stage, and we're going to take a quick break uh, as that is the last of the games we're going to be reviewing when we come back we'll be previewing the four matches that will be happening over the weekend we love hearing from our listeners so please follow us at the cricket pod on twitter and instagram or if you have a great story like scotty g did about the hayden way matthew hayden's personal website we want to hear about it so from wherever you're from send us in a great story and we'll read out on the show Email us on thecricketpod at gmail.com. Thank you very much. As we've been hearing, not everything's been going perfectly to plan for Chennai uh, Super Kings, uh, who have now won one, lost one. They're up against the Capitals tomorrow on Friday, uh, who who have won their only game of the tournament. So maybe they could go to, to two wins. It was, it was a lucky win, though, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It was a super over. Yeah. Um, but your beloved Delhi Capitals, you're a, you're a fan. I I, th- I think they're my favourite team in the tournament, but mainly for Ravi Ashwin. Um, that I think uh, the, the the big story I think before the game is, is whether Ravi Ashwin will play. So he obviously dislocated his left shoulder in their win over Kings Eleven. Scans have said that it's not, or scans have shown. I don't think scans speak generally. Scans <laughs> have shown uh, that it's not as bad as first feared. But I would be a little bit surprised if he plays. Um, and I think that could be a problem for them because I think their next best spin is probably Lamachane. And mm. that means that they'd have to drop one of their overseas players from the first game. So they had Rabard and Nokia, Hetmyer and Stoinis. So one of them would probably have to go to facilitate Lamachane, which is you're getting a worse spinner and probably a worse batsman in that trade. Yeah, I can probably, I can probably see him dropping Hetmyer. I think, I think there's a good chance of that, um, to be honest. Um, from the Chennai... Super Kings um, side of things. Uh, Sam Curran's going well, isn't he? That's <laughs> yeah, he is. He started, he started the tournament. He's most valuable all rounder at the moment. <laughs> he has been good. Um, I I reckon that Chennai Super Kings will win this game, um, okay. and I I I think they have quite a consistent level of performance. A little bit like Mumbai Indians. They've got their roles. People go out and do their thing. Um, I don't see them conceding 200 runs very often, uh, and I I I don't think that Delhi Capitals uh, have enough of them. Ross, have you got any thoughts? Well, I think um, 
as you said, I think they're, they're always going to be like a wounded animal. I think coming back from this, there's no way Chawler is going to bowl as bad as he did there. If I'm perfectly honest, and the way in which Samson came out, you're gonna you're gonna need to have a supreme innings from one of the team. Ultimately, that guy won it. He hit 74 of 32 balls mm-hmm. against them. That just changed the tide. Um, unless they put Stoinis up the order, he could happen. Like it's ultimately coming down to um, his big head and his big muscles. Yeah. Um, I think um, I always think that when it comes to him hindering Dhoni. He's going to want to answer the critics. It's just the personality, right? Yeah. So you're going to go to Chennai Super Kings as well? Uh, no, just to keep it interesting, I'll say <laughs> Delhi Capitals, just uh, just for it. But I can see um, people like Faf de Plessis looks in great nick. Yeah. And if, I mean, if you've got one of your big guys like that in, you're going to have a good time. Yeah. As we kind of predicted before the tournament, actually, the, the, the Capitals turned out to not be that explosive. And I think there's a lot of pressure on Stoyness and, and his big, big arms. Um, which he's been working on during lockdown apparently uh, to to score quickly for them I can't see him getting 50 and 20 balls every week I mean if he did he'd be the best batsman in the world so but there there is a thing they've got they've got um, they've got what's his face Um, Shaw up the top of the order Shikha Darwan he got run out for no runs we don't know how good a nick he's in Um, so we're going to have to wait and see but again a really promising promising game Um, and they've got Rishabh Pant so and Ultimately, I think they're always in the game. I think I think it'll be a good one. That, that's one to tune into, uh, which brings us on to Kolkata Knight Riders v Sunrisers Hyderabad. Ross, yeah, is that is that a game to watch? Oh, absolutely. I think ultimately both of these teams is a disappointing start. They both lost, um, as we said, KKR with a little bit kind of a slow starting, um, and then they kind of came up against the current holders. They got um, Rohit kind of took it took it away, um, but. When it comes to Sunrisers, Max's tip for the title, um, <laughs> they defecated all over the IPL spectacle, is what I've written down here. They, they, a collapse that exposed a middle order of no substance whatsoever. They they are a bit top-heavy. You have to say, Bearsaw and Warner, when that works, you're going to win a lot of cricket matches. When it doesn't mm. work, I yeah, I off the top of my head, I'm not thinking, oh, well, they've got that guy. <laughs> um, I mean, Rashid Khan is... Is the next one, isn't he? Um. Yeah, but but I tell you what, though, I think the injury to Mitchell Marsh, although it's bad for Mitchell Marsh, is actually a really good thing for Sunrisers. It means that someone like Mohamed Nabi can come back in, and he's just a, he's going to be a better player than Mitch Marsh is in the UAE. Yeah, I mean, on the topic of injury watch, I I, I put put some notes down here for Sunrisers Hyderabad. So in, in their last game, there were some problems. And um, Rashid Khan, he ran into his batting partner and basically looked concussed. Mm-hmm. There's no news whatsoever to suggest that he's got a serious injury, so I imagine he will play. Uh, Kane Williamson, who is in their squad and, and used to be their captain, uh, he is injured and has a quad injury. No one's really sure when he'll be back. Um, Jason Holder has been called up to replace Mitch Marsh. We assume that he won't be available because of the coronavirus quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think he'll play. I mean, as you say, Nabby will probably come in or Chemo Paul. But you never yeah. know. I mean, they did pick Mitch Marsh in the first place. So, um, <laughs> and yeah. is that is that because David Warner is just good mates with Mitch Marsh? Is what I'm thinking. <laughs> um, on the KKR side, yeah, they'll be looking to bounce back, won't they? They're after after we, um, I, I'm sure they'll be listening to this and be like, "Who are these two idiots uh, <laughs> slagging off our firepower?" But I'm sure they'll be looking to to come back. I do wonder whether a couple of them have been worked out. A little bit though. Um, so Narine looked all at sea against pace bowling in um, in the in the first game. He but might think, he might have just had a bad day, but he, he didn't look good. But I think that is the bit with with Narine. Like you kind of live and die by the way in which you're going to bat. He's out there to be a proper pinch hitter, 
And I think he's, he's never going to look like a classical batsman. He's there to throw the bat at it and see what happens. Yeah, I guess. Um, and he's probably a little bit better than I've given him credit for there. <laughs> but there is that bit where I don't think you're ever going to... He's not going to come out and look like James Vince, which is probably a good thing. Sure. Um, I do think that all of the, they can't all fail again, right? Pat, there's no way there's they, like their bowling is going to be as bad. Like Pat Cummings surely is going to come back with a bit of a bang. Dre Russ Morgan um, and even Gill that they've got, they, they, I think they'll be absolutely fine. So I reckon it'll be a really good game, and it's going to come down again to I think their captaincy. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be one of those games that one or two decisions is going to make or break that game. Yeah. So it's, it's real you, pressure on Carlton. Who are you picking to win? Uh, I'm going to back um, KKR. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I don't see Delhi Capitals winning that game. It's not Delhi Capitals, Sunrisers, mate. Oh, whatever, mate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that we go from Dubai to Abu Dhabi, and we go to the tiny Sharjah Stadium, um, where Rajasthan Royals will play Kings Eleven Punjab. Um, the star-studded uh, Royals of Joss Butler returning, um, adding to that explosive lineup, um, and especially at that small ground is going to spell a bit of trouble, I reckon. Um, but they're up against the, uh, the resurgent Kings Eleven, as uh, demonstrated today with Rahul's 132. Um, I'm still thinking it's two from two for Rajasthan Royals, though. I, I'm with you on that. I, I think the Kings Eleven Punjab, they've been surprisingly competitive, and I think that's come down to a couple of very good batting performances and a couple of quite bad bowling performances on the, on the part of the opposition. So you had, like, Chris Jordan's meltdown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you had um, today, like, Dale Stain didn't bowl well and, and they weren't captain very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can't see it happening again. I think, we, you know, you've got Joffre Archer in that team. That's at least four good overs, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 let's actually look at the kind of the makeup of the teams. And let's start with Kings Eleven. They've got plenty of spin options as they demonstrate today. Um, but it's a really small ground. I think that kind of mm. that, that is a huge risk. Um, and then, you've also got do... some really good players to spin. I mean, Butler and Smith, for instance, are going to fancy taking on uh, those spinners. And you saw how Sampson batted in, <laughs> in, in, at, at Charger in the last game against the spinners, plundering Chawler. I think they're going to be licking their lips. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 to say that there could well be a record here, I'm not actually joking. There, there could well be that bit. If you if you if you play the Dream Eleven fantasy, you've got to have these guys in your team. Um, Glenn Maxwell is there, and he could well hit form. And he's again one of those guys who can just take a game away from you. Um, when it comes to ro- the Royals, though. I reckon David Miller's going to get dropped. It's a bit harsh. He got platinum duck, got run out for none without facing um, Steve Smith and Joss to open up. Are they? I think that should happen. I'd have that, yeah. Um, and then I also quite liked the spin combo of Tawatia and Gopal. They actually bowled really well together. Yep. And when we kind of thought at the start, they might not be there. And then you've obviously got the English duo of Archer and Curran. Tom this time, not Sam. Yeah, Tom, Tom actually had a quietly okay game in that in that in that, that first win as well. Uh, we did. He, did, he got ten not out and went. We bowled four overs, one for fifty-one. So it's not a quietly a good game. It wasn't awful, was it? <laughs> But as you said, yeah, I think um, I think the Royals are going to win that one. Uh, I am I'm with you there. I don't think Lightning is going to strike three times. I think Kings Eleven Punjab are probably still the worst team in the tournament, mm-hmm. and um, they've they've been bailed out a little bit to to not have been shown up as such yeah. so far. So yeah, Rajasthan Royals for me. Uh, okay. That game's on Sunday, by the way. I don't know if we mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which brings so us that... on to the final game we'll be previewing uh, Monday's game. Royal Challengers Bangalore v Mumbai Indians, which is um, which is pretty good. You've got the clash of of the two best 
uh, ODI bat batters, certainly in India, possibly in the world. You've got Sharma with Mumbai Indians, and you've got Virat Kohli with Royal Challengers Bangalore. Uh, both teams have an even record going into it. Uh, Mumbai have turned in two pretty good performances, and I don't think there's a reason to suspect they won't be pretty good again. Uh, on the other hand, <laughs> and this is like this is like a classic IPL narrative, isn't it? That Royal Challengers Bangalore are a completely disorganised mess. Um, but actually, I think like so in one game, that's definitely been the case. In the game today, they had no clue. Like they, they, it looked like they'd only just been told what the format was <laughs> minutes before they started. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> But but in the first game they looked like they 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 set a decent score and then they bowled really well to defend that. Mm-hmm. I think this might be quite a good match. Um, my question to you, Ross, to, to to kick things off is: Which Royal Challengers Bangalore do you expect to turn up on Monday? Well, I think they're the closest um, club team you've got to um, the Pakistan way of cricket. <laughs> Like you, you really have no idea what's going to happen, and it's it's really exciting. Um, what I do think should happen is they should drop Josh Philippe. I think in the first two games behind the stumps, he's not like a convincing keeper, and he's hit no runs whatsoever. Yeah, um, that would actually allow them. I think Chris Morris is actually out with a side strain, that's why he's not played in the opening two ah, games. Ah, okay. Um, but actually, it brings in someone potentially like Adam Zampa, who looked really good in England. I think Zampa's good. Yeah. Um, or Moeen Ali, if they want a bit more batting. Um, but ultimately, I think you can give the gloves to Pacquiao or De Villiers, and it's just like, do you know what? You go and do that. We need a bit more about us in terms of the bowling or the batting department. And Josh Philippe is just not just not offering that at the moment for Royal Challenge. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I'd I'd like to see Zampa in personally if I were if I were there. I think I think, and I think we highlighted this before the tournament. They're not blessed with spinners. Um, they've they've got Chahal, who's Good has a good. I mean, considering he bowls at the Chinnaswamy, which I, I mean I've never been there, but apparently is tiny. <laughs> um, he has like a, an economy rate under eight, takes a lot of wickets, uh, and is basically an excellent T20 bowler. I think they're one other T20 bowler light, uh, or one other. I was, impre- I was impressed with um, um, Shivan Dubey today. He was he was good, but again, he's he's not really. I I think he's the kind of guy who gets plastered regularly. If you mm-hmm. if you give him overs, because people will people will know that, that when they do the matchups before the game, they'll know that they're going to get four overs of Chahal probably in the middle overs. So don't do anything stupid to him. Wait for Shivan Dub to come in in the last few overs when Kohli panics and he hasn't got a, got an extra bowler. Um, <laughs> well, you saw you saw um, Washington Sundar, great name. He bowled a couple of overs and he looked okay today. But again, he's a part time bowler. Yeah, and it's, I, it's that bit of going. You need someone like Ali. Need someone like Zampa. And I think if you drop 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 Josh Philippe gives you the opportunity to do that. I, and that is exactly what I would do. Um, who do you reckon will win on Monday, Ross? Uh, I, 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 I wanna, I'm, do you know what? I'm going to back Royal Challengers. I'm going to back them to turn up if they get their <laughs> selection right. Um, if not, Rohit Sharma and the Pandyas are going to go absolutely ballistic. And I think we're still waiting on um, De Kock to uh, really um, rise up and uh, make a name for himself in this competition. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say they're gonna get the selection wrong, and um, <laughs> Mumbai Indians Indians are gonna win. Uh, just so I was interesting, I, I, I until you said Sharma's name, I I it hadn't clicked. But Sharma has a significant weakness to spinners who spin the ball away from him. I mean, it's to playing Zampa in that game is an absolute no brainer. But I guarantee you, they won't do it. 
<laughs> they, were, they, were, they were speaking to uh, Mike Hessen, so the, the, the general manager on the sideline, and it was just a bit like, mate, you, you've got better players in the dugout than you have on the field. What are you doing? Um, anyway, that wraps up what we're looking at in the preview. Um, Jack, is there any correspondence we've got? Uh, or, we, uh... we have one question in, um, which is, uh, what was today's the biggest result or the biggest was today's sorry i've read that badly was today's <laughs> result the biggest ipo ip flipping heck close you, you're getting there right come on third time lucky was today's result the biggest ipl win ever no. i am 99 percent sure it isn't i can't tell you what it is off the top of my head but i guarantee <laughs> you someone's hit 250 or 240 and bowled a team out for under 100 no, the the actual the biggest run is a uh, is 146 runs. Yeah, um, that's, so uh, there you a, go. <laughs> pretty pretty sweet win. Um, I think that's everything everything for today. Um, thank you for tuning in. We'll have a normal show out uh, out on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, Ross, do you want to remind people how they can get in touch? Yes, you can follow us at the Cricket Pod on Twitter, on Instagram, and you should follow us and subscribe on all the podcast platforms that you do. Um, and by the way, do you like my Vanuatu cricket shirt? Um, if, if this gets turned into a video I'm sure people will <laughs> thank you very much for listening goodbye bye the cricket podcast I think it should never be permitted to happen again that is very good sports social podcast network Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.